You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. On this week's Jeep Talk Show, FCA announces the new and improved Jeep Cherokee for the UK market that gets an impressive diesel engine. I talk about the install of my new rear bumper and how I'm preparing for my next wheeling trip. The mind of Nikki G pays us a little visit. There's voicemails to share, reviews to read, and we start spreading a fresh batch of YouTube love. It's that time again for a little Amazon You Bought What. Anton is back with some CJ Talk. Tony and I talk about our list of things to do to our Jeeps before we go wheeling again, and we've officially begun our countdown to the 200th episode. All on the next Jeep Talk Show. Well, hey guys, what I've got right now is a great little interview set up with Devin from Admiral Off-Road. He is the founder and, of course, well, the chief executive officer, I guess you would say, the the Admiral of Admiral Off-Road. He is a Jeep enthusiast. He is a new YouTuber for the most part, been uh, up and running for a little bit less than a year, and he's a Cherokee owner, which uh, already got bonus points in my book as far as that's concerned. So he is uh, a U.S. native, but he has traveled, well, almost all around the world. We'll get into that a little bit here in uh, in just a little bit as well. Uh, and he's got a Jeep Cherokee that we're going to get into as well. So let's go ahead and pop the cork on this thing. Start peeling back the layers of this onion, otherwise known as Devin and Admiral Offroad. Devin, how you doing? Thank you for taking the time to do all this. And what's happening, man? Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. So your YouTube channel, your your subscriber list is growing all the time. You've got already, you, you, you're you up and running less than nine months or about nine months or so. And you already have over 26,000 views. That's pretty awesome. I got to yeah. say. <laughs> Super excited about that. Definitely. So when you started your YouTube channel and, and once again, that is Admiral Off-Road. What was the, what was your, your thought process? I'm going to start a YouTube channel. What's it going to be about? Why'd you call it what it is? And, and why did you go the direction you did? Well, the, the name came from a, uh, a CB handle. That's my CB handle, the Admiral. Just started kind of filming myself while working on the Jeep. I uh, really liked some of the, uh, the YouTube channels that people were doing about Jeeps. And it really helped me out. So I thought maybe I'd add my own, uh, my own hat in the ring and try and pass them on uh, some information. So what, what's, what other YouTube channels sort of inspired you? Well, definitely the Bleepin' Jeep channel and uh, uh, Engineering Explained. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they, that was a really big one for me, Engineering Explained. It was one of my favorites. Uh, and then the Paps Boys, uh, also a really, really uh, one of my favorites as well. Yeah, got to love the Paps Boys, really. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So you are uh, out in Mesa, Arizona. Born and raised, I'm going to take it? Uh, not born and raised. I uh, moved here about uh, ooh, 10 years ago or so. All right. Um, you mind me asking how old you are? Uh, 20. 20 years old. All right. And it, the Jeep that you have right now, is this your first Jeep? First Jeep, yeah. All right. We'll get into that a little bit more. But I do want to talk a little bit more about your YouTube channel, uh, Admiral Off-Road, and how that came to be and everything. And you've got your your about list um, pretty much explains the premise of the channel about how, you know, basic, you know, fixing the Jeep and off-roading and how-to, tech, wheeling, stuff like that. Pretty admirable yeah. for Admiral Off-Road. <laughs> Pretty simple. And and uh, I really like the premise and, and the whole concept behind the channel. Right now, you've got you've got a handful of videos up there doing quite well, I might add. Um, I noticed a lot of your videos, at least in the beginning, focused around what we're gonna what you called whiteboard wisdom. 
<laughs> yeah. And tell, tell us why, why were there so many videos in the, in the beginning, um, or at least uh, for a period there, um, where it was you in front of a whiteboard. Now, not that there's anything wrong with that. And honestly, I enjoyed each and every single one of those. And we'll get into that a little bit more here in a minute as well. But what was up with all the whiteboard wisdom? Well, that came about, um, I did a semester abroad in Scotland and, uh, obviously I couldn't take my Jeep with me, but I had already started the YouTube channel and I wanted to keep that up and running. Uh, so I just started uh, doing videos in front of a whiteboard and just trying to put out some information out there. Very good. Well, it worked out pretty good because the information that you were able to put out there is actually pretty dang good, I might, I might add. Um, one of the ones that you had out there was was about you know maintenance and stuff like that. You had a uh, the one video that was a uh, you know cooling system flush and everything. I know that wasn't a whiteboard one, but um, one of them was from you know cheap mods. You know the stuff you get of the junkyard junkyard parts and mods and stuff like that. Everybody who's working on a Jeep, working in it within a budget, needs to check out that video because honestly, uh, Devin does a really good job of explaining you know just all that you could do for super cheap budget mods to get your Jeep to the next level. You also got one um, about, you know, suspension geometry, which I thought I actually had to comment on that one because Devin goes into guys, Devin goes into an explanation very, very well and very detailed on suspension geometry, how control arms work and all that sort of stuff. I have not seen a better explanation of suspension geometry and control arm angles and stuff like that. The only other one I've seen better than this extreme four by four by Ian Johnson. And really it was to that level. And I got to congratulate you on that. So that brings me to my next question is you seem to be, you seem to go into your videos very, very well thought out, but very, I don't, I don't see a lot of cuts. I don't see a lot of takes. Uh, it seems like you really know what you're talking about. Like you definitely have a game plan and a mission and you would tackle each video um, with gusto, man. How, how do you do it? Well, thank you. Uh, you know, it's a lot of preparation work in, in the beginning and just really figuring out what I want to put into every video and uh, getting all the information together. And then it's just a matter of putting it on video and making sure everything sounds right. Just getting it out there. Well, you did a pretty good job. I, I, I got to say that one control arm angle video, it, it looks like you did a, quite a bit of research to go into that. Am I right? Yeah, that was definitely, I think, the one that took the most uh, before thought and research and I would I would have to agree because you went into so much detail and you explained things so uh, so completely that I was going to say that there's no way that this is off the top of his head and if it was I was going to congratulate you because um really I mean that is that is next level type of knowledge people that have worked on jeeps all their lives don't know some of the science behind suspension geometry and you actually went into that a little bit which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, thank you very much. So extreme four by four. Have you have you seen the show? I have. All right. Yeah. Are, are you a fan? Yes. All right. Very good. All right. If you weren't, we're going to end this interview right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so the YouTube channel going strong. Like I said, subscribers climbing all the time. Um, what's what's in the future? What do, what do you have in the works right now? I don't want to. I don't want to let the cat out the bag. I don't want to spoil any anything that you have in the works. But can you give us a little peek behind the curtain at all? Uh yeah. My next couple of videos, I'm really trying to build the Jeep up to handle. Um, I want to move up to 35 inch tires and, you know, a full XO cage and all that. But before I get to that point, I'm just doing little things to make sure it can handle the added stress of the tires and just the extra weight that it's going to be carrying around. 
Well, one of the videos you have on there, in fact, kind of delves into that uh, realm of fabrication and, and kind of the, one of the things that you need to think about when you are taking a Cherokee up, you know, in altitude and into 35s um, range and stuff like that. And that is frame stiffeners. And you got a video talking about frame stiffeners and the prep that goes into that. You also have a couple other uh, videos on there, um, like, you know, talking about that little switch plate that you mounted in the ashtray. I thought that was pretty cool. And then your, your, one of your very first videos, it was the walk around on your Jeep, and you, you're talking about your lights and your roof rack and stuff. And I got a couple of questions about that, too. But, sure. uh, but so do you have any fabrication skills? Is there a fabrication background there somewhere? Just kind of self-taught and kind of winging it. I don't have any, any training or anything like that. Uh, speaking of the frame stiffener prep video, I am going to be doing another one with uh, some front and rear stiffeners that'll hopefully be a, a better look and get some better angles that you can really see uh, what's involved in that process. Yeah, I remember you teasing that in the video. And by the way, I am a fan of the channel. I am a fan of Admiral Offroad. I have seen all the videos. Uh, so those of you out there who are listening to this, it's time for you guys to catch up. Head over to YouTube.com. Check out Admiral Offroad. Uh, he needs a few more subscribers before he can get that really fancy short URL up there. Um, so yeah. in the meantime, we'll, we will go ahead and post up uh, his URL links that you guys can find Admiral Offroad and Devin get a hold of him and find out what he's up to. We'll have those up in the show notes um, in a little bit uh, for you guys to check out as well. But uh, uh, right now, Devin, I want to get into into that video with your roof rack. One of that first video with the walk around. Um, and I kind of took you to task on your lighting on that one, but, uh, but that was just friendly ribbing, man. Uh, I didn't mean anything by that, but your roof rack, you mentioned, yeah. I swear that you mentioned in that video that your roof rack came from Harbor Freight. It did. Yep. I, I, so I've ever since I saw that I've been searching high and low for a roof uh, for a Harbor Freight roof rack and I cannot find one. Where did you get that? You know, I worked at Harbor Freight for a while and just, Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That was that was an awesome, awesome gig. Um, it was just a, uh, a universal roof rack. I don't really remember anything much about it. It was just uh, a universal. I'll be darned. Well, I don't think it's an item that they carry anymore, at least around my neck of the woods. I'm in the Pacific Northwest, so I'm a few states over from you. Um, but uh, the Harbor Freights out here, uh, they don't have that. And, and I, I looked at that. It's a, actually a pretty slick looking rack. And it, I mean, you've got a bunch of stuff up there. You've got uh, a spare tire, a CB antenna. You got a set of lights up. You got four lights total. Um, when was that? A shovel or a highlight? You got all kinds of stuff uh, attached to that thing. Yeah, no, I do. It actually was uh, a lot sturdier than I thought. I mean, most of the Harbor Freight stuff really doesn't have uh, maybe the strength for that, but it just lucked out with that one. It really held up well. So was that a was that a budget conscious decision going with that Harbor Freight rack? It was, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, so when I, when I was talking about leading into the fabrication aspect of things, it looked like the light tabs that you have on there were self made. It didn't look like something that was uh, sort of aftermarket. Did you? Did, was that another fabrication item? That was, yeah. Those me and my dad uh, worked together on that. That was kind of my first uh, fabrication project. Well, I'm glad you brought up the family aspect of things because that's one of the things that I really like to get into. I, I like I like the the personal aspect of things. I like to know the journey, the history of things. And so let's go let's go back a little ways and and talk about you know maybe your first vehicle. Um, you know what what kind of started you off in the uh, the gearhead route, as it were. Uh, my first vehicle was a 1997 Ford Thunderbird. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I grew up around Jeeps. My dad had uh, a Cherokee. He had a, a WJ and a CJ7. Oh, uh, my, my. grandparents had an XJ. So 
uh, you know, my first Jeep, but definitely not the first Jeep in the family. No, it sounds like you were exposed to the whole Jeep lifestyle early and often. Definitely. Well, that's good. I got to congratulate your parents for doing a good job. <laughs> and it sounds like you come from a Jeep family. I mean, both uh, you got, you got what, you're a third generation Jeep owner now. Third generation. Man, Jeep that's, owner. that's something to be proud of. I got to say. <laughs> so um, first, first rig was, uh, was the T-Bird. Um, what'd you go on to from there? Went straight from that to the Cherokee. Actually. Wow. Now there's, there's a culture shock. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually when I, uh, the first lift I did on the Cherokee, I used the springs from my Thunderbird to do it. You're kidding so. me. No. Wait, no. <laughs> how does that work? I got to say, I, I was pretty familiar with just about every junkyard mod that was out there for a Cherokee. Now, l let me get this straight. You used the coil springs? Yep. Yes. <laughs> and okay, what did that net you? What And lift? And what, did, uh, what did that give you? Got me three and a half inches. I'll be darned. Well, there you yeah. go, guys. Uh, <laughs> if you're looking for something other than an F-150 or a ZJ to pull springs off of to get a budget lift, I guess you can go with a T-Bird. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> now, how did you, how did you cut it? Was that just sort of a, Hey, I'm going to try this today. Or did, did somebody tell you that that might work? I was looking around on the internet and that came up that it might work. And I said, Hey, you know, I've got a set of those. Might as well give it a try. And I'll be it darned. Worked. I will be darned. <laughs> that is something else. <laughs> so what, what other sort of really off the wall mods um, have you done to the Cherokee? Um, other than that, you know, I have the S10 rear springs. Um, okay. I mean, most of the first lift was all stock parts from other vehicles. Sure. Did the, uh, the Jeep YJ, uh, front brake lines and a, I think it was a Dodge Dakota rear brake line. Other than that, not, not too much of the off the wall stuff yet. All right. So let's get into that. What, what are the plans? I know you've got sort of a, uh, you know, a, a build video up there, sort of the direction that you want to take with the Cherokee. Have things changed since you've posted that? Not too much. Still looking at axles and stuff, trying to figure out what gears I want to go with to go with those 35s, uh, bouncing back and forth between 488s and 456s. But other than that, it's pretty much the same as what I what I was discussing in my video. Well, that's pretty good. I, I know that my direction uh, changed several times um, over the over the years that I've owned the Jeep. Uh, it went from, oh, I'm not going to do anything more than 31s and, you know, some some uh, logging trails and, you know, getting out to those camping spots and stuff like that. To, well, I'm probably going to be fine with, you know, these 33s and I'll just, you know, kind of put around on this for a while. Well, maybe I'll put it up another inch and a half and lift. And well, maybe I'll entertain the idea of 35s and well, let's go ahead and just armor the hell out of this thing. And yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's, it's been an absolute, um, well, it's been a, uh, an interesting adventure. Let's put it that way. Definitely been, been bitten by the bug, I guess. Oh yeah. No, we all get there, uh, eventually, at least, uh, those of us who start getting elbow deep into our Jeeps as it were. So, um, and let's, let's talk about that for a second. Now you've, you've got several Jeeps in the family. Did you have any experience working on those? Did you, did your dad bring you in on some projects or anything like that with his Jeeps? Yeah, um, on a CJ7, uh, I worked on that with him a little bit. You know, I was I was pretty young, but he'd help had me help there and holding wrenches and just you know doing whatever I could. Sure, yeah, I know how it goes. And so that that obviously kind of got you your a little bit of you know mechanical and technical aptitude. I'm guessing, yeah, because I mean you can't you can't put together these kind of videos. You can't have an Admiral Off Road YouTube channel and not have some kind of mechanical background and stuff like that. Uh, and of course, being able to turn a wrench on your own Jeep uh, certainly helps with things all the way down the road. But uh, what you were traveling abroad, you couldn't take yes. your Jeep. You were still putting out videos. What you, you must have been going to school for something. What what do you what 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 brought you to the corners of the earth? 
Um, well, I'm a finance major. I uh, study in finance at Arizona State, and I got the opportunity to travel abroad, and I took it. Good man. Uh, I have to say that is that is one opportunity I uh, I am remiss for not taking. Um, that that sort of experience, uh, being able to see what you saw, experience what you did, that is just there's nothing in the world that can compare to that. Scotland, you were in Scotland. Yes. <laughs> what was that like? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, it rained quite a bit, but uh, I love the people. I love just being able to travel so much. I mean, once you're over there, it's so easy to travel to other countries. And I have a hard time history. getting to work, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let alone across another country and stuff like that. How long were you in Scotland for? Uh, six months. Six months. Uh, you got any amazing story? You got any, uh, any one story you'd like to share from Scotland? Um, just, I don't, I don't know. There's so much just being able to travel was just super, super cool. So there was a, now maybe I'm, I'm in the wrong country, but there's something called the Blarney stone. Is that, is that in Scotland? I think that's Ireland. Ireland. Well, okay. I'm way <laughs> off. See, geography was not my major. I was uh, not a strong suit there in, in geography. Did you see any cool landmarks? Did you get to experience anything, um, way off the wall there while you were in Scotland? Um, I mean, castles everywhere. Oh, I bet. Uh, yeah, it was just incredible and going to uh, England got to go all through London and Paris and see the Eiffel Tower and just all the things you see in pictures and don't really get to experience that's awesome that how many times did you wish you had your jeep there oh all the time (laughs) (laughs) I can only imagine I bet so what what are the plans for that we talked about where you came from we've talked about sort of how your YouTube channel came to be and what's on that and the future of that talked about your own background and everything what what's the future let let's talk about your jeep first of all let's let's just go down the whole list what is it what do you got into it what's been done to it the whole nine yards give us a rundown all right so it's a 2000 xj uh, i've got uh you know the light rack and everything on there uh it's on 31s right now just the stock dana 30 low pinion front eight and a quarter rear uh stock gears it's a four and a half inch lift rubicon express front and uh, s10 rear springs with shackle relocation brackets and longer shackles in the rear. Uh, for the front, I just have uh, drop brackets right now. Uh, in the future, I'd like to move up to long arms, maybe do a full triangulated four-link, go up to 35s, definitely get rid of the front axle at least. Um, at the very least, maybe a Dana 30 high pinion. Uh, re-gear, armor it all up, and, and I don't give her hell. <laughs> there you go. Uh, interior mods, uh, you got your switch panel done. Um, and those are running some lights. Uh, you got four, you had four switches there, four or five switches. Uh, but I only uh, saw the, the, the two sets of lights. What, what do you got running? Um, on there, it's just, uh, for right now, it's the top lights and the rock lights in there. Um, I'm saving the other ones. I've still got some future electronic stuff I want to get done. Uh, I don't want to give those away quite yet. All right. All right. Now you said, you said rock lights. What do you, what are you running for rock lights? Um, they're just a couple of LED strips that I got from, uh, from Amazon. They're not, not, uh, any name brand or anything like that, but you know, they work. Well, you know, that's where a lot of the best stuff comes from is when you, you sort of find something that is close enough, um, that you can make work for what you need. And it doesn't matter if it's got, you know, that, uh, that, you know, thousand dollar name band, uh, name badge on it or anything like that. It works and it's going to last, and it works for what you're doing. That's the most important part. Heck, if you can get a set of rock lights off Amazon for 30 bucks and not spend 300 for, you know, like the rigid set or something like that, more power to you. Because you know what? You're out there in the Arizona desert. You're wheeling over rocks. You can see at night, and you've got rock lights, and the next guy doesn't, and that's all that matters. Definitely, yeah. And then uh, the only other things I've done on the inside is I made a uh, cargo rack in the back. What would you uh, make that out of? 
Um, that was just out of uh, angle iron and some thin rod and just weld that all up and put it in. So what are you using for a welder? Um, it's a, just a MIG 220 amp. All right. You got gas behind that? Uh, yeah. Running, uh, I think, 75, 25. Very good. Very good. That'll get a lot of stuff done for you. Yeah, you should yeah. be able to work all the way up to quarter inch with that and maybe even then some. So, yeah, great welder to have through fabrication, uh, growing pains and stuff like that. And actually even beyond that. Do you know where your Cherokee came from? You know, if you're like the second, third, 27th owner? I th- believe I'm the third owner, and it's okay. been in Arizona all its life. So, completely rust-free. Oh, yeah. You just made a lot of people out there very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a Northwest-owned Cherokee. It actually came from somewhere in, uh, it was either California or Arizona. It was one of the Sunshine States. And so, mine is rust-free, too, because we don't salt our roads out here, even though we do get some snow and ice. Uh, every now and again. So mine is relatively rust-free as well. I did have a couple of snapped bolts. In the process of your lift, did you have any snap bolts? I did. I had one. I had an upper control arm bolt that I just... Oh, that's a bad one. Yeah. I tried uh, I tried everything, man. I tried uh, getting a nut splitter and just splitting it off because I wow. wrecked the heck out of it. That, that was bad. How did you end up getting that one off? Uh, that was just a lot of heat, and I think I just broke the end of the bolt off and ended up pounding it through. That was, that was quite a few hours of work. Yeah, I, uh, I hear you there. I actually uh, ended up stripping out a uh, leaf spring eye bolt in, yeah. that, in that weld nut in the unibody on mine when I did my first lift. And yeah, that was no fun. Uh, drilling yeah. that out, helicoiling coiling it, whole nine yards. Yeah, no, those are the kind of growing pains that unless you've really gotten in and gotten elbow deep with that with that jeep um you, you, these are the kind of things you don't experience unless you're you know a true jeep owner <laughs> right so what's what's next for your jeep i mean what's what's on your short list i know you talked about axles and 35s and all that stuff there's a lot that got that has to go into that jeep or underneath of it anyways uh before you can get to that point i know you talked about long arms and stuff like that those are all pretty big ticket items um, that, that are kind of, you know, you put those towards the end of your list. What do you got on your short list? What's coming up, you know, right away? Definitely. Um, on the short list is going to be finishing off my uh, frame stiffeners. I want to get the front and rear done. Um, adding a little bit of armor in some places. Uh, my gas tank doesn't have a skid plate right now, so definitely is on the list. Get that uh, skid plated and uh, transfer case as well. Uh, other thing I want to do is uh, get that slip yoke eliminator done. I have uh, uh, spacer right now, transfer case drop, and I want to get rid of that. Um, so I guess those are my short list things for right now. Well, it's a pretty good list there. You sounds like you, you really have done your research and know the direction that you want to go with this thing. And it sounds like you're, you're off to a good start. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. My, my pleasure. Now there's one thing that I had to bring up to attend. This is, I actually just cracked me up because, um, you've got, you've got a, a fairly decent following on your YouTube channel. And a lot of a lot of people have asked you for help. There's a lot of comments. You're very active on the YouTube channel. I got to give you props for that um, because there's a lot of people that I've seen where they have a great YouTube channel. They put out great videos, but there's no interaction with with the people who are watching. And that's something that that I noticed that you've taken to the next level. You really interact with the people who make comments on your videos and stuff. Yeah, thank you. I also have a uh, you know a Facebook page that if there's something that doesn't really pertain to any of the videos that I do. Um, but you just want to talk about Cherokees or whatever it is. I always, you know, respond to that even quicker, even more so than uh, the YouTube channel. Well, you heard it from uh, from the man himself, folks. Um, there is one guy, uh, one person, uh, BC Jeep Cherokee, made a comment. Um, said, "Thanks, you're the best." 
You ever come to Canada? I shall let you drink until you pass out. <laughs> Cheers yes. to you, Admiral. <laughs> I thought that was one of the funniest comments I've seen in a while on a YouTube channel. So you definitely have some serious diehard fans. I think that was definitely my uh, my favorite comment so far. Well, mine too. And uh, I think that's a great note to go out on. Guys, if you want to know more about Devin, you want to know more about his Jeep and Admiral Off-Road, well, you can find him all over the web. Admiral Off-Road over at YouTube.com. He doesn't have one of the short URLs yet, so that means you guys have to go out and subscribe. So subscribe to his channel, just YouTube, do a quick search for Admiral Off-Road. Make sure you get those subscriptions in, guys. Uh, and tell a friend. This is definitely an up-and-coming channel, and we want to help him out. And, of course, uh, that Facebook page as well. Devin, uh, how can people find you on Facebook? On Facebook, it's just the same thing, Admiral Off-Road. Uh, again, I don't have a short URL yet, but uh, if you Well, we'll get you there. So, guys, that's all it is. It's just a matter of searching and finding him. And uh, the more we do that, the easier it's going to be for everybody else down the road. We will definitely be having Devin back on the show in the very near future. Uh, Devin, in the meantime, all the best to you and your channel. I wish you nothing but the greatest of success in all of your ventures. Keep the wheels down. We definitely want to hear some wheeling adventures. We'll peel back the layers of some of those in another interview. Uh, Devin, anything else you'd like to say to the fans out there before we let you go? Thank you very much for having me on there. Check out the Facebook page. Check out the YouTube channel. Uh, like for more videos and go ahead and subscribe. There you go, guys. Until next time, this is Josh, and we'll see you around the trails. On this week's Tony and Josh show, Doran Awards are always fun, but occasionally we have to hand out Parent of the Year Award. Chris Farley might be dead and gone, but his line of in a van down by the river is getting new life and not in a good way. Jared Vogel, the guy from Subway, is in deep trouble. Apparently, he can't keep his six inch out of the mouths of kids. And speaking of holes, one good hole deserves another. Florida's having a little deja vu with a familiar sinkhole. And something's got my head a scratching. We'll pull the cat back and find out what's crawling around up there on the next Tony and Josh show.